what's going on everybody so today's show is uh one that we've been looking forward to doing for a very long time and um it hits on some pretty sensitive things so um just uh enjoy the show um you may not want to listen to the show with the little ones around if you have little ones and um don't want them hearing some sensitive subjects but um we had a lot of fun doing this show enjoy from the mountains to the east to the caves to the west you're listening to the real wth show Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. The quality, consistency, and the price. What is up, everybody? Welcome sweet to Sweet Cheeks. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sweet Cheeks. You know, we'll explain that one in a second. Welcome to episode number 87 of The Real WTH Show. I am Tommy, and I'm joined here with Wilson, who, uh, you know, what was that that skit a long time ago, the uh, Interrupting Orange? Oh, yeah. The, the yeah. And then they go... And you just keep saying interrupting orange. Inter- I'm like, dude, I'm going to hit you. I'm going <laughs> to punch you in the face. Um, but how was your week, Wilson? It was good. Saw all my endeavors. I sent you pictures. Yeah. You had a yeah. deer in your yard. A massive buck. Yeah. yeah. It was a good size. Big boy. Just waiting for the 25th. Now he'll be yeah. gone. Yeah. I actually, uh, Charles at work has brought me deer jerky every single day this week oh it's and been I my breakfast it's been amazing i've had oh yeah you haven't got any yet um no. i might have to change that because yeah. i will be getting a deer this year boom you I'm not will gonna, be uh, no i'm paying for a full deer i won't be killing oh, it <laughs> okay you should go out and get it yourself dude my name is sweet cheeks dude I don't obviously he knows he knows where to go to get them. So. Yeah. Well, dude, he has a trail cam and there was a bear out there the other day. I'm like, get that too. Bear jerky. Oh yeah. You can get some of the fat from it too. Start yeah. cooking with that. Get rid of some of my fat, put some of that in there. <laughs> but today we have a very special guest with us. We do. Wilson, you and I have been excited about this guy for quite a while. Yeah. We, yeah. we've talked about ever him since I, I i heard and then i saw the the little follow on instagram i was like who is this who is this mystery man yeah and and so uh we want to welcome um our new friend ryan moody from river ops fish is it is it river ops fishing company yeah river okay. ops fishing co from the uh beautiful pacific northwest yes so, sir how are you doing man i'm good Thanks for having me on. How's the weather up there? Um, it's getting colder, which is great. Yeah, that's yeah, it's always a plus. That's a beautiful country up there. It's getting colder, out- better for hunting, better for fishing, better for everything. And not California. Yeah. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> which, which, if you folks haven't heard, 
it's going to hell in a handbasket even further now. Going to get worse. But um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to get with uh, Ryan here in a little bit. Um, talk about what he's got going on, get to know him a little bit, just have a fun chat. But you know, the people are asking Wilson, they're wanting to know. They're wanting to know what? They're wanting to know what our, uh, what you're drinking today. Oh, you mean our beers and cheers. <laughs> okay. Does that, that actually like, worked out? Yeah. Does that sound like Ryan? Does that sound like he's going to the bathroom? Um, I feel like a little bit. Yeah. Oh, dang it. I, I got to redo that clip then. That's two people <laughs> that have said that same thing. I think I opened little... the water at work the other day. Just, just a little bit. And my boss was in the other room. And when I opened it, he like slid his chair out and looked out the doorway at me. And I was like, no, it's not. He goes, that's too bad. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, that was a good sound though. Yeah. Good, good times. I got to talk about what I'm drinking. Yeah. You, you, you have a special brew today specifically for today. It's It's perfect. We got, we got river ops here and uh i picked up something where is this even from hold on fall river duh yeah fall river but where's that at is it fall say? river uh, <laughs> oh ready fall river this, this is from redding california fall river brewing and this is hex india pale ale and i picked it because it's uh if you can see that there oh yeah very nice. Got yeah. that. Got that big old fish on there for the for the for the yeah. fine folks at home who are blind and can't listen. Oh yeah, that too. this is an audio podcast. Wilson. And uh, audio. it's chasing <laughs> some type of flying insect. I don't know what it is. Maybe a fly. No, it's got <laughs> it, no. It's not. Um, but this is uh. Let's see. There's a little story on here. It says every year the. Oh, it's named after uh, the Fall River. Oh, says the Hexagenia mayfly hatch happens on the Fall River, calling fishermen and women from all over the world. Hex is a West Coast IPA that bursts with ripe citrus and stone fruit, accompanied by a touch of dank and pine. It has huge aroma and flavor with low bitterness and a clean finish. It's an approachable IPA made by approachable people. Here's to cold beer and tight lines. Cheers. You know, I feel like that was a that was a good pick for this episode. It is. Yeah. But this is like, why is it all beers keep on saying stone fruit? Because they, I don't know, maybe they use a lot of like peach and apricot and all those kinds of fruits in it. But can't they just say peach or apricot? Well, maybe <laughs> or, it's a blur or, or apricot. I'm just thinking I don't ever go to the store and go, you guys have any stone fruit? I don't know. You look at me and go, you're you stone. Should, though. I should. I'd really throw them off. Like here in West Virginia, uh, I, I go, hey, uh, do you guys have any tri-tip? And they go, what? I go, tri-tip? What's that? It's for it's, barbecuing. Yeah, it's for barbecuing. <laughs> and then they say, what's that, Maul? Sorry, grilling. Um, but I'm like, you guys don't have tri-tip here? They go, no. I'm like, oh, so do the cows out here just, do they just not have that part on them or whatever? (laughs) 
<laughs> and they go, they go, no, it's the, we don't know what, it, what you're talking about. Like they, it's called like Newport steak. Well, okay, fine. Do you have Newport steak? They go, no, I'm all, thanks for nothing. <laughs> so, wow. Soda, you know, it's pop <laughs> crazy West Virginians. I swear. I think that's how it was when I lived in Oregon. Like a lot of people call it pop. Oh, people here call Oregon. I'm like, no, <laughs> stop. No one says that. No one I know, at least. So yeah, this, this this is a wonderful beer, just so you know. Where'd you pick that one up at? Where did I get it from? Oh, I got it from uh, Holiday Market in Cool, California. Oh, I know exactly where it's at. Right there on the on the intersection. Yeah, right there by that old Wells Fargo. Yeah, I yeah. remember that Wells Fargo. <laughs> they, got, they got super fancy too. It's it's like it looks like you're walking into a nugget when you go in there now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I do miss nuggets. Those, those but are they, so... they have like a walk in cooler and everything for the beer. Um, but th this one's good. Uh, not so much on the fruity side, like it says. I mean, there's 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 little hints of it, but it's mostly dank and yeah, dank and pine. <laughs> like that, that is a grass, dirt, and love beer. And it's wonderful. okay. So I would, I would hate it. You would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is great, though. So what do you give that beast? 4.75. Whoa. Sure. 4.75 yeah. out of five. That's a good one. That's good. That's going to make our hall of fame. I think that one's up there and I love the it artwork. Is. I do love the artwork. It, it, I like it too. Yeah. It's got like a wood background, the fish there chasing the fly. It makes you want to be there. I want to be it in does. that beer. Yeah. 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 It's like a Thomas Kincaid painting on a can. Let, let's see if we change the light on it. It'll, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, uh, for some reason, I was telling Wilson this uh, before the show. I was coming home from work, and I, because I, you know, Ryan, I, I drink uh, sparkling waters. That's because I'm fat and I can't have soda anymore. <laughs> um, and so I drink the sparkling waters. And I was driving home, and I had one of those random coughing attacks where you drink it, and it goes on the wrong hole, and you're like, feel like you're gonna die. And yeah, so, right. I, so if you hear me coughing through this whole thing, it's because I, I still feel it in my throat. So I'm like, I'm not going to do a sparkling water for this show today. So I'm just going to do a regular water from West Virginia. Why are you shaking your head? No, Wilson. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. It's clean. It's cold. No, don't, don't jump on Bobby Boucher, dude. So this is some <laughs> high quality West Virginia water. Um, God knows what's in it. Maybe some coal, fentanyl, something's in oh, here. Mercury. I don't know. Maybe, maybe let's try it. Yeah. It's, um, it tastes like it's straight from my fridge. And uh, with that, we're going to kick it over to Mr. Robert. It's clean. It's cold. And that's what I call high quality H2O. He's doing good, by the way. I talked to Bobby Boucher last week. He's doing good. Didn't they get hit with another hurricane or something? He's fine, though, dude. Okay. Mama, mama protected him. He's good. You know, he, did, he, hid, he hid behind her. Speaking of which, way off subject. Did you see that video of Joe Biden? He was down which in. Which one? God, which one? He was down in um, Louisiana and you know how he is. Come on, come on. You know, and he's doing his thing. He's like, everybody knows the only way to protect yourself from the hurricane is to get vaccinated. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. They, um, they said, they said the same thing about wildfires down here. They said the smoke was carrying the, the virus <laughs> because last year where there were fires, there was more cases of COVID. That wouldn't have been the fact that there was just, <laughs> you know, a bunch of people getting together because they got evacuated, you know? Yeah. But 
whatever. It's it's the weirdest thing, man. I don't get it. Ryan, are you getting some of the smoke up there? Um, yeah, a little bit. There's a big I, fire I, in Oregon, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, what is it? The river complex, I think. Yeah, so many fires. Yeah, like it's, our, it's our fires are going out, which is good. So South Lake's fire is that pretty much contained right now? I haven't looked last time. I mean, I mostly look when I'm working. Last time I checked, it was at like almost seventy percent contained. Okay. Good. So. Yeah, that's scary stuff. I drove, uh, I was driving down Sandstone Mountain yesterday. It's like a little mini grapevine. I, I think I brought it up before. And these truckers out here, they don't ever check their brakes at the top of the mountain. So you get to the bottom and their brakes are on fire. And I saw like a uh, big old tractor trailer just completely engulfed. I'm like, man, like, don't get too close because it's, we have so many trees here, dude. I'm like, man, I would just hate for this area to go up like yeah. that. But like today it was like super sunny, 80 degrees. And all of a sudden I'm driving home and it just starts pouring rain. I'm like, where'd that come from? Hey, you saw, <laughs> I, I showed you pictures of the storm that we had. Yeah. That lightning storm you guys had. Those, those were crazy pictures, right? Yeah. Normally you got some... in California, you don't get the bolts. You just get the flashes. Yeah. And that, that one had like 17 bolts coming off of it. And That's some Midwest action you had. Yeah. And I love that. But bad thing was it started about 10 other fires. After yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that's the bad part. Yeah, thanks, Newsom. Thank you. Um, it's so, his fault. <laughs> I'll blame everything on that guy. Everything. So for the the news or the news, I'm actually reading what I'm reading, but not what I'm supposed to be reading. Uh, for our cheers today, um, we're gonna keep it a little light, and uh, I think you know shots will be fired um, towards nope. our. No, they won't. Not literally. Um, towards our <laughs> past guest. Um, and I just, you know, want to let him know that we were the first ones to clinch uh, the NL West, uh, which is the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. Which yeah. was and, awesome. And, and we're on pace for possibly a record season. Yeah. For wins. Yeah. So. And of course, the Dodgers came in second, but you know what they say second place is the first loser. Am I right? Yeah. So, uh, Jose, I'm sorry, but. I got to give a shouts out to my boys and the giants um, hate the city, love the team. Yeah. Um, and then also dude, uh, we lost a legend this week. I'm sure everyone heard. We did. Some people like him. Some people don't. I absolutely loved him, but we lost Norm McDonald, man. This week in a secret ceremony in Australia, Michael Jackson was married for the second time. Asked what makes his new bride special. The King of pop said, quote, she has taught me about the power of imagination. Like imagining that a grown woman is a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> you know he's a homosexual pedophile, right? You understand? Yeah. And I, I always love that guy. Jeopardy yeah, I, dude. I just I just like that he had no filter and he didn't he didn't care what right. people yeah. thought. If you go back and watch the uh, when he was on the View, <laughs> oh, that was awkward, dude. <laughs> Super <laughs> awkward, dude. It was the best. He's like, she's, fine. she's like, I can't let you say that on here. He's like, fine, <laughs> not murder, manslaughter. Then, right? <laughs> like that, dude. He didn't care, and no. and that's the funny thing because I think Kevin Hart just came out and he said, dude, we we can't. I think David Spade even came out too. All the comedians that I like have come out and said David Spade the, was close with him. 
he's like he's like dude we can't cancel everything because comedy is gonna suck yeah because all yeah, comedy seriously. is all comedy is making fun of something or somebody yeah and i'm right. like we gotta be able to laugh at ourselves like tosh.0 like daniel tosh dude i'll be sitting there laughing hysterically then i'm offended i'm like okay wait hold on that offends me <laughs> and the next second i'm like all right we're good that one was funny then and that's what comedy needs to be man it, it needs to just you know go just hit that line and yeah. Norm mcdonald did it and like i didn't even know he had cancer i guess he hit it for a while he hit it from everyone yeah because yeah. i think he said he didn't want to be that guy who was out doing uh um, he, he had a whole bit about that which yeah. which is weird because he probably had the cancer when he was doing the whole bit about like oh he lost his battle with cancer i don't want to go down as that guy the guy yeah. that loses in the end right so goes, does it doesn't cancer die at the same time you do too? So it's kind of like a draw. <laughs> right? <laughs> wow. So you know, he's uh that was really shocking news when I saw that cuz I, I didn't expect that. Um, yeah. but you know, he he definitely uh I know I I loved it. Oh, and the funny thing is is the reason why he got kicked off of he got fired from Saturday Night Live is cuz he was making fun of OJ. Yeah. And then um uh what's his name uh Ol- olemeyer or whatever no uh, oh. uh why am i spacing on his name the main guy at center Night live yeah no at nbc no i heard i heard it was uh the main guy as for Night live they're like friends with oj and they're all offended he's like okay yeah, so- that, w- that was like the president at nbc yeah 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 i um but i was just like dude he, he's like no i'm gonna make fun of it because i think it's dumb i'm like attaboy norm yeah, but hopefully he spawned a bunch of uh, mini norms, you know, that are going to help, you know, people appreciate some of the comedy. Like I've been watching this show on TV on uh, Hulu called Only Murders in the Building with Steve Martin and uh, Martin Short. And oh, I love yeah. the I love those two comedians and they, Martin Short. Dude, that dude just he's a gem. <laughs> makes me want to watch Three Amigos again. And I'm like, gosh, and they're getting so old looks like a male plane yeah you, you say that joke every time every time it's because it's always funny <laughs> <laughs> so the san francisco giants and norm mcdonald we're going to give you the real wth cheers cheers boom i feel like my room is like totally asmr right now it's like so quiet in here um Oh, Are you oh. ready for mine now? Can we can we switch gears from cheers to the worst people in the, the United States? Scumbag of the week. Is it Newsom? Uh well it it could be because he always was an Newsom. idiot in his uh his victory speech that he did. Basically he was talking about scaring children and and sheltering them. And I was like, that's exactly what you've done. That sounds um, like something Joe Biden would say <laughs> after he sniffs them. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, um, we're going to go back because um, I think it was last week we did the scumbag of the week on um, the person that vandalized the memorial for the 13 Marines that were killed in right. Afghanistan. Um, and we're going to go to another person who vandalized a memorial again. Um, I got to I got to find his name because it's something weird. Uh, let's see. Fidel. Alkilani. Shocking. <laughs> Weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the, 
this is weird because it says Washington University. That's in Washington, right? It's in one of them. Because it talks about it in like some other state too, which is weird. I don't know. But a a student at Washington University went to um, an area where they set up a memorial for September 11th. Um, They planted 2,977 flags in this uh, grassy area for a memorial um, for every victim of September 11th. This guy went there and stole all the flags from the memorial, put them in trash bags, then wrote something derogatory on the trash bags. They ended up finding the flags later and uh, they uh, put them back out. But uh, this guy said he was mad because it was not talking about all the lives that have been lost because of the war in Afghanistan. Um and he said this was his way of protesting. Well, why but, would uh, it? Why would it? If it's it's like it's it's for the memorial of that's those like people. I'm mad that you're at my I'm mad that I'm at your birthday party, Wilson, because we're not celebrating my birthday that was like a month ago. It's yeah. not what we're there for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um he actually got filmed by uh another student that was there that was asking him what he was doing. And he didn't get to carry out his whole protest. Um, there's a there's an article all about it, which I can give you later, Tommy. You can put it in into the notes. But okay, um, yeah, it's it, it just it bugs me that people are like this. Like, and even even the um, like president or whatever of the university said, like, yes, you're allowed to express yourself. But these these people were also expressing themselves doing this memorial and you you ruined it. So they said there should be discipline coming. I haven't heard anything about it so far, but this kid is also the president of the finance club at the university. So people are calling for him to be expelled or at least at the most lose his his spot as the president of finance, whatever. I love it when cancel culture comes back and hits him. Yeah, that's always the best. And then they're like, "No, he took it out of context. That's not what it means." I'm like, <laughs> well, it "Sucks, doesn't it?" Yeah, you know, because I guarantee you, like, with the way that all that's going, like years from now, they might take a clip from this show, and they might be like, uh, completely out of context, and then they'll run it like kind of like this one, Wilson. It's like, <laughs> I was gay when you punched me. Just like that. And they're going to be like, oh, he was making fun of gay people. I'm like, it's not what he was talking about. We were talking about no. a movie clip. It was a movie. It was definitely a Only movie. Only a movie. <sighs> and, then, and then, you know, that one time you're trying to... Pink panty dropper. Yep. There was that time too. <laughs> you know, Wilson, Wilson, I got... Talking about the Stanford guy. Jeez. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. I, I hate that garbage. So, he hey, is a scumbag uh, of the week. I, I just want to... I just want to go on record here. Um, so, Ryan, are you a college football fan at all? Um, no, not really. Okay, that's good. Because... Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to talk about good Oregon. Talk, and, and normally people from Washington and people from Oregon are on opposite sides there, right? So, uh, Oregon beat Ohio State uh, this last weekend which is a big deal because Ohio State was ranked number three. Oregon they're, was ranked like 12. They're neighbors so. of mine, Ohio. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. Was everybody crying? Well, dude, I live in West Virginia. They don't care about the Ohio. I just said they're neighbors. We, everyone that I'm around, they care about the West Virginia Mountaineers, WVU. And I was trying to find a new hat today. I was at Walmart because they have like, you know how like in California, they have like Stanford. Oh, yeah, Giants. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So I'm like, man, I need a new hat because I had I wear like camo and it says West Virginia on it. I'm all, dude, I'm a total poser if I get a WVU hat because I don't follow the team. Well, you but I like the following. Hat. No, I think I'm just going to keep wearing my Giants hat and getting all these <laughs> Nationals fans mad out here. Oh, good. Because deep down inside, Wilson. I'm a shot town boy. Come on. <laughs> you know what's up so okay so we're gonna do some icebreaker questions i came up with these ryan literally i have one we'll start with yours because we'll start of, with mine yeah because because okay. i was like falling asleep then i'm gonna think of some questions what can i think of and I'm, then i started thinking of things that like funny questions that i think might be funny for me to answer i'm like i'm gonna have him answer these so wilson you go ahead Okay, my one question. What's your favorite Pokemon? <laughs> oh, I don't have one. Oh, okay. Sorry. So so if he said Pikachu, uh, is that like saying like your favorite Metallica songs, Inner Sandman? Is like the sure most famous is. one? <laughs> sure. If he would have come know, out with like with like one of the legendaries, I'd have been like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> I expected a no answer on that one. Pikachu is the only one I've ever even heard of. <laughs> That's because they made so a movie I... about him. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, probably. He's all Ryan Reynolds. No, yes. not, not a Pokemon. Just played one in the movie, or played the detective, or, or he was the voice. Um, speaking of which, speaking of Metallica, I was at I was because I listened to headphones when I was at work today, and uh, what'd your headphones say? it was playing metallica and i'm sitting there oh. and i'm like metallica put out this album where all these bands cover their music different songs and i hear inner sandman i'm like god this one sucks like really bad who is this looked at it, dude it was metallica <laughs> the covers it, was, are better. it was a live it was a live song that was actually recorded like an arco in sacramento i was like oh <laughs> that sucks for them um, it would have been like a fair struggle covering uh what was that song you guys did? Oh, the one from uh, uh, who, Adam Levine. What band is he in? Maroon 5. Move, moves, like, moves Like Jagger. Moves Like Jagger. That's what yeah. it was. I nailed that song, dude. You good. did. Yeah, <laughs> Nobody I, else I, did. I did. Yeah. It was very easy for me to play. So, Ryan, what was your yes. first concert? Uh, my first concert was, I think it was Garth Brooks did a free um, concert uh, for the military. Oh, nice! Yeah, I, I I know that I went there. I don't remember most of it because I was um, drinking <laughs> adult beverages. So. <laughs> but I know I was there. And yeah, I went to it. <laughs> just like you said, Tommy, doing security. Oh. The only fights are are at the country concerts. Ryan, I did security at country concerts for like Tim McGraw, Toby Keith, and man, and Lil Wayne. Not this, not all in one one show. And there was no oh, fights at Lil Wayne. Say. Yeah, there was no fights at Lil Wayne, but like Toby Keith and Tim McGraw, oh man, I was breaking up fights nonstop. I was like, man, country concerts were wild. <laughs> I was like, metal metal concerts. I'm a metalhead. Like, dude, we just have mosh pits, and so it always looks yeah. like everyone's yep. fighting. So, um, really weird. This is <laughs> grape jelly or strawberry jelly. 
strawberry all day. Oof. Fail. Strawberry all day. That's and that's the only right answer. Anything else you have to say is wrong. Okay. Okay. Do you do you put <laughs> pineapple on pizza? Yes. Okay, good. Proudly. Yeah. Proudly. I don't care. I don't care what else is on the pizza. There's got to be pineapple on there with it. Every time. Barbecue sauce too. Yep. I dip it in barbecue sauce and ranch. Yeah. So I I do the ranch, but I don't do pineapple on pizza. I pick it up. Actually, I don't mind the flavor of it on there. Like after you take it off, I just don't like the biting into the pineapple when I'm eating it. So I don't like pineapple by itself. But I like yeah. it on pizza. Yeah. You just don't like SpongeBob. I don't. So um, what was your favorite TV show when you were growing up? And what is your favorite TV show now? If you watch TV. Um, favorite TV show growing up. Um, I don't know. Probably watching wrestling with my dad. Ooh, like the like old school, like Hulk Hogan. W- yeah. 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 And back when the rock was like really awkward, like skinny. Just- Dweeb, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my favorite show—I don't really watch TV now, but my, my favorite show as an adult—I um, don't know if I watch TV, it's YouTube, and I just watch fishing. But I like there's a—it's a show. It's called Kingdom. It oh had, yeah. Uh, God, Is that the Viking name? one? It's kind of like it's kind of like Game of Thrones a little bit. No, no, Vikings was a really good one too, but there's too much drama in it. But Kingdom had uh, Frank. Frank Corello or what, what's his name? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he was in. Uh, he was in uh, uh, one of the Marvel movies, Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> um. But yeah, he's a. He's got two kids. He's a UFC fighter or an MMA fighter. He's got a gym. It's. There's not a whole lot of drama. It's just it's good stuff. Which is funny because he was also in that movie called Warrior. With uh, Tom Hardy and um, Joel Egerton, there are two brothers fighting in MMA, and Frank yeah. Grillo was his trainer. Yeah, so that's cool. I gotta, I gotta watch Go, that. I, I love those. Going and going off your your first answer with the the wrestling and stuff. My daughter, she loves watching Friday Night SmackDown. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Is she really? She does. That's it's so funny. Kenny. She loves it. I've, I've, I saw, I've actually seen in person Hulk Hogan fight Randy Macho Man Savage. Wow. Nice. And you won't see that again. No, definitely not. I mean, if you do, he's wrestling a grave or a tombstone. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, that same, cause my dad worked for Pepsi and this was, this was held at Arco arena and I got a spam call coming in. Ooh, answer it. Hello. Thank you for, Hi, good day. I'd like to speak with Wilson! Please? Yep, that's me. Good afternoon to you. This is Pat from Modern Knives Home Services on a recorded line. Yeah. And I'm just calling about your previous request for your solar consultation. Why are just you recording sure it? Were able to install. <laughs> oh, just for quality and assurance purposes. What does that mean? So, uh, to make sure that we can um, provide a good quality service for homeowners. Okay. Um, for their um, request in having a solar consulting, or I mean, a home improvements, because um, we need to make sure that um, we we improved in every call that we have. So that's why this is great. We um, record every call. That oh, that's have. cool. So you you'll so use this Josh, for training later. 
Tell her she's being recorded too. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I'm gonna record this too. Sure, that will be fine. So anyway, are you able <laughs> to install your solar panels or not yet? Um, I have a company that's installing my solar panels already. That's great to hear. Do you happen to have other feature projects like uh, window siding or HVAC units though? I don't know. Like How much do you safes. guys charge for gun safes? Well, Tell basically, you need gun um, right stuff. now we only provide a free quote or estimates with some of our local contractors in your area. They okay. provide information such as prices and options. Do, and, um, do you, you know, do you, you guys, do you guys install gun safes? <laughs> well, I'm not, what's that? I'm sorry. Gun safes. Do you install them? Well, unfortunately, we don't, sir. Do you know Fritz. anyone who does? Um, probably you can do it yourself. Oh, oh she hung up. <laughs> Dude, for the longest time we've been trying to for the longest time we've been trying to get scam calls to come on here. And for some reason, it's always the automated ones. We finally get a real person. That was excellent. Dude, she hung up on you. She did. Uh, I got a, I got a spam caller. <laughs> <laughs> i got a spam caller to hang up on me uh, i like how, I like how you, you you already got a company she goes that's nice <laughs> <laughs> oh wilson that was fantastic i forgot what i was talking wow. about that's that's probably better than what i was going to talk about <laughs> oh man so last question oh, TV, oh go TV oh yeah shows. go ahead go ahead I, so i wanted to add to it so i'm i'm one of those key man thundercats voltrons guy oh yeah yeah, yeah. Or i remember those transformers yeah 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 wilson yeah. did we ever did we ever do a top five cartoons i don't i don't think so yeah we gotta add that to our list yeah i i love those too um i was actually uh more night to the Heathcliff. do you remember mask uh, it was the uh the cars that they were like transformers but not but not but they would fly uh no I like those. I watch so many TV shows right now because that's all I have. Um, but last question, I'm going to skip a few here. Um, who is the most famous person you have met? Uh, God, I don't think I've even. I met Von Miller. I went to a Denver game in Denver and I met him on the. Like I was screaming like a little girl to try to get him to sign my jersey. And okay. He ran over and he signed everybody's stuff around me, but not my jersey. So boo. I, yeah, he had he had to run off the coaches yelling or something. So. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I met him. I think that's the most famous. I don't I don't really care about football now, but um yeah. it's, it's because of that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the start of the the downfall of my love for football. You're all put a bad taste in your mouth, you're all screw football, I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah. Um dry my tears with the jersey. <laughs> yeah. Pull like a every Niners fan that had a Kaepernick jersey and just burn it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Speak the stallion. Stallion had one. Yeah. He burned yeah. it too, right? He did. Oh yeah. boy. I knew I liked that guy for something. King uh, corned it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will never know that reference. If you want to know, um, message us at the real WTHL at gmail.com. Join our Patreon at the yeah. ten thousand dollar a month level. Yeah, the ten thousand dollar a month level or above will tell you. Wilson will personally call you and tell you the king corn story. <laughs> you know what? We'll have the toy stallion call you and tell yep. you that story. And I'm sure pictures. I'm sure he could do it much more justice than we ever could. You said you watch YouTube a lot in fishing. 
what is yeah. your favorite YouTube fisherman? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> I almost asked him that same question. Because I have a few, but. Um, I don't know. I usually just type in salmon fishing. Or oh, okay. Still fishing. Like, I don't, there's so, guys that I'll watch. I mean, like, like the addicted guys have like every video for fishing on the I, internet. I follow so it's addicted. Like, yeah. I, I follow them. I, I watch some of their stuff. Um, but there's a, I think it's one of the camera guys for addicted. His, his brother or something does like kayak fishing, but he's so, he's just weird. He's like a cool weird though. <laughs> he's just, he's quirky, I guess, if you will. I'll follow him. Uh, but then I, like, I've got some friends that fish. They have their own channels. Um, like I've got my, my buddy with slam jigs up in uh, Washington. He, he fishes. Or he's got I've a YouTube seen, channel. I've seen those ones before. The, the yeah, jigs. And, yeah. Yeah. We just, just teamed up with him. So that's cool. And then my buddy um, at North Fork Lures, he's got his own channel and he's always, you know, killing them with his spinners that he makes. And so I'll usually watch those guys and support my buddies. And I just like watching fishing. Like I don't, I could watch fishing all day my wife is like she doesn't even ask anymore it used to be like what are you watching now it's like are you watching fishing again Seriously. i'm usually <laughs> watching i'm usually watching midgets getting thrown in lakes with the blobs that's what i'm watching <laughs> yeah you need to go fishing you, you, yeah, fish yeah, you do and and have like you, cleanse your soul with some fishing <laughs> have you seen uh lunkers tv yet lunkers tv um i, I you know probably i don't know so he's he's a former like veteran arm I think special he was an army ops, sniper yeah special yeah, ops but uh he's changed his channel to Robert Turkla that's his name um and he started his own podcast you should check him out it's um, okay. speak, he, speak the truth yeah you should listen to that um he's he's very candid and like s- tells it how it is he's he's a good I like guy. that there's there's a lot of people that give him crap because I mean he's he's got like close to three million followers on YouTube so he's he's a celebrity somewhat but uh, I feel like he keeps it real. Yeah, he doesn't talk about haters. Yeah, you're Sorry. doing something right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you got haters, like they're still supporting you because they're still giving you their yeah. time. He he started his podcast like three weeks ago, and he lost a few followers because of it, but he doesn't care. So yeah, I know the, the podcast doesn't talk all about fishing. It doesn't. It's, it's mostly about news type stuff, but um, his YouTube channel still has fishing stuff and his podcast on it. So maybe that's what I'll do tonight before I go to bed is yeah. like watch fishing videos. See how, see how well rested I feel in the morning. Yeah. There you go. It's, yeah. it, it's, it calms me down. But I, I mean, I, I watch a lot of fishing, but I'm all about, I'm all about the truth and this country, and I'm an absolute patriot. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, I love my guns, and um, my, and it's awesome because my wife is the same way. Yeah, those guns. Yeah, oh, yeah. sweet cheeks. Thirty-eight <laughs> over there. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, my my wife fun. told me the other day she she commented on a, a post I made says that she's got my six too, and it's like. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, most couples are like, oh, sweetie. And she's like, I got your six, babe. And I'm like, you know, I'll get, be getting my son out of the car seat to go into a sportsman or go somewhere or whatever. 
and she'll come over and she'll stand with her back to me watching and i'm like oh god it's It's go time if if you want to go hunting and get a deer before you leave let me know because we we got three bucks on our property right now so i don't have a i didn't get a i didn't get a hunting license you should just saying but those are the only three deer in all of california though yeah but they're on my property so i I can get them i almost hit one (laughs) of my ford fiesta five times today here in west virginia (laughs) (laughs) they're everywhere rare here here. it's rare (laughs) i mean isn't it if it's on your own property can't you hunt it period no matter what i i tried to look into that and it was a like gray area so i just got my tag anyways because you still gotta like take gray. it somewhere to have them process it. Yeah, they're gonna they got do it yourself. Do it yourself. I have to. I am, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm My not that dirty. skilled. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to spatchcock. Take two. What? I don't even know spatchcock. I don't know how to spatchcock. I don't know how to spatchcock a chicken. What does that mean? How many times can you say that with a straight face? You never heard of spatchcock chicken? I have chickens, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> No, spatchcocking a chicken. Not... It's like where you cut like the backbone and you lay it flat. Up. Dude, Google it right now. It's no. delicious. It's That's going to bring up bad results on Google. It's, it's just a bad. It's just a bad name for it. Yeah, spatchcock. Yeah, whoever named that was hammered drunk when they were. Done. Oh yeah. So I, let's I, call it this. I was watching this. I was watching this guy, this cooking guy, the other day. His name's Stale Cracker, and he he makes like this jambalaya. And he goes, oh, yeah, man, what we're going to do is we're going to hit with the two-step. Mm-hmm, yeah, dude. And he throws in there. He's like a mullet, and, like, he has, like, this um, gun belt, but it has, like, beers in it and, like, seasonings. And he's all, yeah, oh, wow. yeah, we're going to hit it with the Holy Trinity. Oh, yeah. And he throws it in there. I'm like, what the? <laughs> I can't understand a word this guy's saying right now, but I'm yes. addicted to watching this video. <laughs> Five million views. Oh, yeah, it, it probably is. Those those uh, Louisiana boys know how to cook. Mm. Mm-hmm. So cool. So, um, like I said, we, we got Ryan here from river ops fishing, um, company and you know, we, we've been, he's has some, first of all, like I'm, I love the pictures, dude, on, on your Instagram and Facebook, all the pictures of you in the river. I think they're great, great pictures. Uh, one thing that I noticed in all those pictures, um, that's consistent is well, at least the ones where you're in it is there's always a huge smile on your face. Like yep. that's that. And that's one thing that I know that Wilson was talking about a pat, couple episodes ago. He said, there's sometimes that he goes fishing. He doesn't catch a single thing. He just, it's just being there yep. is, is what's great. Um, so how, how did, uh, you know, river ops get started for you? So, well, my, my love for fishing started when I was a kid, I would go fishing with my, uh, my uncle and we just catch uh, bluegill um and it was kind of fun it was you know easy we just go cast and catch and then go home like it wasn't there wasn't really a challenge but he took me steelhead fishing in Oregon one year and I remember we got up crazy early and I didn't understand why a human being would be up as early as we were (laughs) up and got in the truck and I was like can I just go back to sleep while we drive there (laughs) because this is insane and I did and we got there and it's raining it the few hours we were there, it rained, snowed, hailed, and the sun came out. And it was like 25 degrees the whole time. 
And he's like, all right, let's go. And we hike down this crazy like slide after the past this bridge on the rogue river. And he's like, all right, let's do this. And I'm like, do what? What, why are we here? This is insane. I'm going to go back to bed. So he's out there fishing. And I remember watching him and it was like, you know, slow motion movie. It's raining. He's soaking wet. He's fishing. He's reeling these big fish in. And I'm like, wow, that's really cool. I'm going to go sit in the back of the truck and cause I'm cold. <laughs> so, so I remember that's um, always stuck in my head. And now as an adult, like I get it. Yeah. And um, I kind of got out of fishing after that. It wasn't really like a, a passion, but my, um, my son, my first son passed away years ago and um, it messed me up pretty bad to the point where I was kind of over, like I, I was just done. And um, I didn't really, because I, I, I like made all these like, premature um, memories of I'm going to take my son fishing, I'm going to take him hunting, I'm going to take him to the woods. And I've already made these memories in my head. And so then he passed away and it like, it ruined my whole life. It was just, I had no more care or reason to live, um, or so I thought. And I ended up, this part's kind of um, kind of heavy, but I, I remember I was over it and I decided that like, I, that was it, I was just over it. And I took my, um, I got in my truck and I drove out to the woods as far as I could get my truck to go. And then I got out and then I hiked for hours with my um, deer rifle. And I'm actually writing a book about <laughs> this right now. Um, anyway, I, I found this, this tree stump and I tried to, I sat down on it and I got comfortable and I, um, I tried to, take myself out and my rifle misfired which was insane and really irritated me because you know <laughs> gotta try again so I rechambered a second round and I um, pulled the trigger again and it misfired a second time in a row which is like unheard of um, so I cried uh, my anxiety was so like wired that I, I threw up and I decided that obviously I need to be here. So after that, I was trying to find something to ground me, like something, some kind of purpose, some kind of like peace. And I couldn't find it. And I went fishing again and I found it. And there's, you know, everybody's got their own thing. They got to find their own thing, you know, whatever it might be. But before I found fishing, I, you know, I found other things that I thought would bring me peace. I, I started drinking a lot. I partied a lot. Um, I partied way too much. I drank way too much. I, you know, just lived um, very recklessly. But anyway, fast forward, um, I went fishing. And it was like, holy shit. Like, I found it. Like, I feel better. And um, 
I felt like fishing kind of saved my life. Um, because with drinking, like I wound up in the hospital one time, I had a hole in my stomach and was bleeding internally. And they said that if I wouldn't have come in, I, you know, a couple more nights, I would have gone to sleep and not woken up. So they fixed that. And um, anyway, fishing saved my life. And I'm always smiling because if I'm on the river, I'm just, I'm just happy. No matter what. I, <laughs> I haven't caught a fish in like a month and I've gone a bunch of times. And I'll, you know, fishing is one of those things where you could be like the happiest in the world. And then instantly you're just so pissed and then you're happy again. But all, you know, all things aside, it's just happy and it's peaceful and it's therapeutic. And I love to share it with whoever, whoever I can. And because it saved my life and I've seen a lot of people, I've seen a lot of friends, a lot of strangers, a lot of acquaintances that are either going through something, everybody's going through something. So I always say, hey, man, you want to go fishing? Like, we should go fishing. They're like, oh, I don't want to go fishing. And, and the people that I have taken fishing, they're like, oh, my gosh, man. I just feel happy. Like, I just feel good. No matter what the weather is, no matter when, no matter how long, just go fishing. But that saved my life. So I try to spread it to those around me. I try to, you know, spread, you know, like you can make it through. You can make it through whatever you're going through. Like, I buried my child and never thought I would watch, let's see my child in a casket in the ground. And like, that's, it doesn't get much heavier than that. But now I, I turned it into like a super positive thing. Like it still gets to me, I'm still sad about it. I still, every year I wonder what my son would look like, what we would be doing. Um, but now I have, you know, I, I'm married to my best friend and, and we have our son and he's, just turned a year old and um, this year and he's he's also a reason he was kind of like the last little push I needed to start river ops um, but I want to with river ops you know have it's going to be basically it's going to be like high performance you know cold weather gear for just a regular guy to be able to afford it's not the crazy expensive stuff but with that, I want to start an organization for, like, for kids of parents who've passed away, you know, serving in the military. And then I've got a friend who wants to kind of do the same thing for, you know, people whose somebody in their family has succeeded in taking their lives. But the, you know, the biggest thing is to just spread that positivity and that whole idea of like, it's going to be all right. Like, you can make it through this. And it's not as simple as, oh, just go fishing and you'll feel better. It's trying to create like a family and a community of just being there for somebody and standing there on the river. I've gone with friends and we don't, we don't talk. We don't have a conversation. We're just there. And that's good enough. Just being there for someone. But anyway, long story short, the reason I started River Ops is because my passion for fishing is because it saved my life. Yeah. I think that's good. Cause I know I've, I've said many times, like for me, like uh, I'm back in California, I wasn't an outdoors guy. <clears throat> I'm, I'm a city guy. And ever since I've been out here, I'm like, man, like I kind of want to get into it. Cause it's, it's almost like it's calling me in a way. It's like, you know, mm -hmm. cause 
I, I go to work. I, I'm around people all the time. I come home. I have a TV in front of me. And that's one of the things that I remember we, we were talking earlier about Wilson said sweet cheeks. And I, I did that <laughs> um, Civil War reenacting. And when we did that, we didn't have we, we, we camped out like old school style and we we didn't have cell phones and we didn't do any of that. It was unplugging and just being out there amongst friends and nature and stuff. I was like, man, like this is, this is actually kind of nice. It's like a nice reset. Yeah. You know, I mean that I, you know, your, your son is a motivating factor for you. I could see that. Um, and I know when, when my daughter was born, like, like she motivated me I, I mean i didn't graduate i mean this is nowhere near on the same level as you but like i didn't graduate high school when i was supposed to but as like i kicked it into gear i'm like i gotta do something here i gotta go back and get my diploma and stuff like that and and it's amazing what like something so small like a little baby can can do to us like like yes and i mean for the good and the bad you know and and it's like you saw it both side, both ways, like, you know, the heartbreak and prevailing through that, which I think is, which is awesome hearing that story. I mean, it, it's heartbreaking, but at the same time, it's, it's motivating beyond belief because. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, um, I, I feel like you could go in a lot of different directions with something that heavy. And I feel like I went in every direction that I shouldn't have gone in because I didn't know, I didn't know where I was going. I was lost. I didn't care. I, you know, my whole reason for living like, Oh, I'm going to be a daddy. Like, I'm going to be a father. I'm going to be a like a dad. And then it's like, it's ripped away from you. What? So what are you supposed to do now? I'm just supposed to go back to being some, you know, whatever, you know, it, it's just, it messes with you. And I mean, sometimes today, well, not really anymore, but before my son was born, my son now, like it would still mess with me. Like, what am like, what am I even doing? And I remember like, I've been best friend. Well, not best friends. We're best friends now, but I've been friends with my wife for like 14 years. And I tried dating her a lot of times, but she was still oblivious. Apparently <laughs> she had no idea. And so finally I, I messaged her and we started talking and I was like, look, like I'm, I'm done dealing with your, like, you don't get it. I'm just going to move to where you're at. And I'm just going to marry you and we're going to have a kid. And she's like, yeah, you're full of shit. <laughs> so I was, I moved there the next Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> and no kidding. she's like, yeah. And then here's my son. So, but she, she knows my passion for, you know, for fishing. She knows what I've been through. And because I, I never wanted to have kids again ever because right. like that'll destroy you. And now my favorite thing in the world is you know i love my wife i love being you know married to her i love being a husband but being you know dad you know and my, my son calls me daddy and it's like hell yeah huh. I am. yeah i freaking i love it but i i want to raise him you know like especially in this crazy world i want to raise him like with river ops i want i want to build this up so that when i'm gone he's got it and he can spread the same like like let's go like let's get fishing you know there's a there's some saying like you know not, nothing against gamers but you know less xboxes and more tackle boxes like because kids aren't gonna like remember that. that video they're not gonna remember that that time we beat the boss on a level in some video game they're gonna remember that time sitting on the riverbank with dad you know like with my uncle like why the hell are we fishing 
you know, this was like 20 years ago. Why are we fishing? And it's freezing cold. Like I hate this, but now I'm like, oh man, I get it. That was like a, a lesson or something I'll never forget. But I've wanted to do river ops for years. And I've, you know, my passion for fishing has just grown and grown and I have so much to learn and so much more growth. But my wife was like, why don't you just do it? And I'm like, well, what if it fails? She's like, what if it doesn't? Yeah. Like, all right, well, you got me there. Like, okay. And she says, just do it because you love it. Like you're, you know, it's, so I did it and I wouldn't have done it. I mean, maybe I would have done it someday, but I wouldn't have done it how and when I did it, you know, kind of recently, if it wasn't for my wife being so supportive and pushing me and, you know, and then looking at my son, I remember holding him and she was saying this and then I'm looking at him and I'm like, all right, well, let's just do it. And so I did it. And that's, and now it's, you know, it's just going and it's so many things are happening with it that it's like, it's almost overwhelming but it's, it's, it's such good stuff. Like there's just so much positivity that's just blowing up from it. And it, I, I love it because I'm that guy that's way too motivated and I try to be way too positive. You know, I'm like everybody else, you know, there's so much crap that just is thrown at you every day. Like life is, is tough right? every day for everybody, but you just got to like modify, adapt and overcome and you just keep pushing no matter what, you just keep pushing, always be making moves. And that's, you know, I just hope that, you know, what I've been through or, you know, all of, you know, river ops and my family and whatever I can, I hope it inspires or motivates someone else. I, you know, I guess. Yeah. And, and I like what you said, I actually, I think I found the show title, by the way, Wilson, less Xboxes and more tackle boxes. There you go. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Um, it was because uh, I mean, even like today, like in the world we live in, like our I'm not sure how it is up up there, but I know in Sacramento and I know here for when, when we first moved here, kids were remote learning. They weren't out. The kids were home, and I'm like, they're not socializing. And there was this comic I saw that said like, back in the day, I remember our our parents and stuff would be like, get out and play, go get out of the house, go. And now it's like, get your room. You need to stay in your room. You know, you need to quarantine and all that stuff. It's like completely backwards and it's not healthy one bit. Um, Cause one of them, I mean, one of the things that I like to do, cause I don't have a whole lot of time when I get off work, but I'll just go outside and mow my yard, put some headphones on, go out there and mow. I love it. I'm just, man, yeah. I'm just outside. I mean, really the only time I, I like being inside, you know, like, and I'm actually truly at ease and rest is when I'm doing this podcast with Wilson every Thursday night. And then, I mean, of course I love hanging out with my family and stuff too, but like, this is kind of like my decompression on Thursday. And like, I, I love how you said, like your wife is like supportive of that. Cause I know like last night I was talking to my wife, I go, Hey, and I was kind of giving her an update on the show and I said, well, we have a guest coming on tomorrow and he's a big fisherman too. And, you know, we've had actually quite a few guests, you know, I think most of our guests have actually had like a fishing style background, right? Wilson. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I said, like, I asked her, I said, I don't know the first thing about fishing. I don't know if I caught a fish, what kind of fish it is, but I'm sure everybody was at that same level at some point I said, 
would you want to buy a pole? Because we West Virginia, we have some of the prettiest rivers here and lakes yeah. like, that I've seen. And I'm like, we could just go on a weekend and just go down there and just cast it out in the water. I mean, I don't even catch anything. And she goes, oh, I'd, 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 lo- I'd love that. And I'm like, and, but, but she like seems super excited about it. And I'm like, man, maybe, I mean, it, not only is it going to be healthier for, I think, myself, but that's going to be healthier for my marriage, which in turn makes you a better husband to your wife, which your kid actually witnesses that. Watching. Yep, exactly. And, and sees that, oh man, when my dad, when he was growing up, he would go fishing. I saw how much it worked for him, you know, because that's a thing like people don't see their parents like hug each other and stuff like that. They, they're like, my daughter will, she'll make some funny excuses. I'll, I, I'll go to my wife, give her a hug and, I, and I'll kiss my wife. And my daughter goes, ew, gross. I go, how do you think you were made? You know, <laughs> something like that. And I'm all, do you think a stork dropped you by? And then I'm all, when a man <laughs> loves a woman, but no, I was just like, I'm like, they need to see that because they need to know that that's what a relationship looks like. Right. Not, not what society wants to make you think a relationship looks like. And so, and I think it's really important for that self. Um, Cause like, I always go back to this. It's like the airplane thing. When, when they drop the mask, they say, put it on yourself first before someone else. Cause if you're not good, if you're not taking care of yourself, it seems, I mean, as a man, right. It seems kind of selfish. Like, oh, I gotta take care of myself. But it's so important to take care of ourselves because we will be literally useless for yeah. our wives and our kids. We need to be strong. So, dude, I'm tracking with you 110% on this. It's awesome. Wilson, you said you had some questions too, right? But uh going going on <laughs> before that, going going along lines where you were talking about like who you went with your was it your uncle? Back yeah. in yeah. yeah. So I talked about this a couple episodes ago. Um, like I've been trying to take my stepson out with me and go fishing. And before it was like, if we weren't bluegill fishing, then he hated it. You know, if, if, if you weren't catching something, it was like, it, this is boring. Let's go home. Um, right. But the last time I took him, we caught nothing. And he's, he's uh 15 now. So, um, he, we went out, we, we didn't catch anything, but we got in the car and he goes, you know what? That was a lot of fun. It was kind of like relaxing. And, and he just starts going on and on about this. And I was like, see, that's, that's what it's about. That it's not about going out and catching something. It's going out and getting your mind off stuff, you know, going out and just enjoying being somewhere. And, uh, that like, I can, I can definitely track with how, how you were at that point to, to how he is. I mean, I've, I'm, I'm sure I was like that when I was a kid, when I was little, um, mm-hmm. I don't remember it, but you're I've, still little, like, Wilson. I am, <laughs> but I've, I've, I've always loved fishing and, uh, I've, I've been through some stuff in my life. Like I've, I've been married, been divorced. That was a hard time in my life. Um, I, I, uh, like I, I got robbed at gunpoint working for a company like that. I mean, those were hard points in my life. Luckily, I, I already knew that I had some things to fall back on to take my mind off that stuff and give me that outlet. Like, um, I had the fishing and then not long after that, uh, Tommy and I, we started this this podcast, like he said. So 
um, th- those, those are my two things. So I can, I can track with you on, on how you're feeling about where you want to go. And then, um, it was how long, how long was it? Like five months after we started this podcast, Ishmael died. It was that October, right? Yeah. We started in May yeah, about, in October. Yeah. Um, when I, when I saw that and I could see through the community, how much, uh, that he, he was, if, if you haven't listened, uh, Ishmael was a El Dorado County Sheriff deputy. He got shot and killed in the line of duty. I saw the community and how they reacted to that. I saw, uh, members of the, the police department, um, how they reacted to it. And it, it, it seemed like it was like. I mean, I know it was super devastating to them, but that's what pushed me to be like, I, I want to do kind of what you're doing, give people that outlet, show them like, Hey, check this out. Let's, let's try fishing. This, right. this, this can help you decompress. So yep. not, not as intense as what you went through, but like, I, I hey, everybody feel, goes to their own thing and yeah. I've had people try to, you know, you can't compare, you know, somebody could have gone through literally the exact to the T, the exact same thing I did, but it's not, I I had, I've had a lot of people say, oh, I can totally understand because I've lost a loved one. You know what? No, you can't. You cannot understand. You you can never understand. Like when somebody goes through something traumatic, no matter what it is, whether we think it's big or small to that person, however they're feeling like that's, they own that. That's, that's, you know something that somebody could go through that we think is so small like why are you even worried about it we don't know what they're feeling or what's going on in their head like maybe that is seriously traumatic to them but we don't know that and i feel like that's a huge problem is everybody's so judgy on like the the level of pain associated with something that somebody's going through like we don't know like leave leave each other alone just be supportive sometimes you don't have to say anything just be there right you know what i mean and like i everybody's I like things that bring people together and sometimes things that you know like I got ran over on my motorcycle a few years ago at a red light and I had to learn how to walk again and like it I was messed up like real bad and the doctor was like because I used to do mountaineering and rock climbing and hiking and riding my motorcycle and fishing and hunting and he says yeah you'll never do any of that again and I was like pretty devastated but a lot of people are like well at least you're alive well i mean yeah but (laughs) i'm going through some heavy stuff because i can't do these things that this is why i'm alive these are the these are the reasons that i like to live and now i cannot do those things anyway like nine months later i summited mount adams because i i I did that like don't tell me i won't do that because i'll prove you wrong and but then, like associated with that, I, for my son passing away, I always wanted to climb Mount Rainier. And I ended up down in Northern California. And so last year, I climbed Mount Shasta by myself. My climbing partner, he didn't want to get up and do the summit push the next day. So I just did it by myself. And, you know, it was a super emotional thing. So then I, I did like a group thing for the next climb, like brought all these people together. And everybody's like... You know, I did it for positivity and all this stuff and everybody loves it. But those are things like horrible things. I got ran over and had to learn how to walk again. But then it brought a whole bunch of people together 
years later, it brought a bunch of people together. So like, you know, when that law enforcement officer passed away, like it brings the community together. My son passing away, like now I'm using that to bring like, I've got a family that is my whole, like, that's why, that's my reason why, that's why I'm alive. But I'm trying to use river ops to bring like people together. You know, there's no matter what kind of fishing you do, like bring everybody together and like life is hard and this world is kind of a shit show. And like, we got to do something to bring, like, we got to try to stay sane and yeah, that's how, together. that's how I, I look at it. Like if, if I would have never got divorced, I definitely would have never met my wife. Now I would have never had my three girls and had my stepson that I have now. So like that, going through all that stuff ended up getting me to where I am. So, yeah. And I tell my wife all the time, now that I have her and my son and like where I'm at, not that I'd want to go through it again, but I'm thankful for the things that I have gone through, the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, because where I'm at now, you know, my wife's super supportive and you know what, well, we just got her another pole and reel to go fishing together she's all stoked about it because she sees me so pumped and i'm like a maniac when i'm motivated and i have friends all the time like oh man i should go fishing with you and i'm like cool be at my house at zero three <laughs> they're like wait yes wait what and they're like oh that's too early or it's supposed to rain it's it's snowing i don't know i don't know man i'm like all right <laughs> that's okay so my wife she's pumped she went fishing with me through the winter last year and we just bundled our son up and she'd be sitting there watching me fish you know while it's snowing and she loves it yeah yeah that's like <clears throat> what you just said I'm, I'm the same way it's like we've all made mistakes in life and we've all have our past that we just wish we never relived again but yeah. would i if i could go back would i change anything i'm like man i really wish i didn't have to go through that but i look at the pros and cons and the pros that came out of that one con like, yeah, right. there's one bad thing happened, but these 15 great things happened from that. Would I, am I willing to give up those 15 things for that one? Well, I don't think so. I think I would do it again yeah. um, the same exact way. And, and, and when, you, when you go, like, like I was telling Wilson, like last week, my wife hurt her ankle really bad. And, you know, I, w- I was like, man, we're because she has a really bad ankle. And like, man, we're, we're, we're doing this again. <clears throat> we're doing this again, like every time. And, and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I've gone through this once before and I'm going through it again. Now I know how to handle this because I've went through it before. So what do we do? And so I was like, okay, we're taking you to the ER. So I, I handled it all, all good. And we, we went through it because I went through those life lessons. I'm like, yeah, wish I didn't have to, but it's like when, when my dad passed away, I reached out to friends who, also had their dads pass away. And I was like, I don't know how to handle this. And they helped me. And then it seemed like ever since that, when my, when my, when my dad passed away, when I've had friends who their dads would pass away after my dad, they'd now come to me because I've already gone through it. And I'm like, yeah, here's how, here's how you could process this. And like what you said, sometimes you just listen and 95% of the time I just go, tell me how you feel yell at me if you if you want to and they just tell me exactly how they feel and i just yeah i'm tracking dude i get it 
you know, it's on, it's on it. And you said it's on a different wavelength, you know, it could be kid, which is like my biggest fear and then, or a parent, you know, which sucks too. And so you're sitting there and you're like, yeah, I could track with you on this 100% because I know how you feel, but my hurt might feel a little bit different than your hurt because you know of how close you were or whatever but that's that's not being judgmental that's just like you know i'm here for you you know and i think it's great that there's people like you that are that recognize that that are willing to go out and spread that to others you know and just and and facilitate a fishing trip or or whatever it may be you know just a little get together like I know friends that have board game nights where they just have friends come over and play board games. It's facilitating something to bring people together to laugh. And then that maybe two people could go off in the corner and talk about something that's bothering them, you know, because this world is so shut off right now. Um, oh, actually man. we're shut off from, uh, in-person talking. Uh, everybody is connected to their phones. Um, and that's not real con- conversing. Um, right. And so I think when you take people out of the, the cyber world, if you will, and bring them into the real world, fishing, hiking, everything, uh, climbing a mountain, even, you know, that, that, that's, that's beautiful, man. That's awesome. Well, I I think that so many people are afraid to be judged. Like they don't want to talk about what's bothering them. They don't want to talk about, um, you know, it's just easier to get on a, like, maybe get on a video game or something, just stare at the TV and just shut off. And, you know, maybe that's your thing. If that's your thing, great. Do that. Do whatever, like, I'm all, I'm all about promoting, like, healthy ways of, of just, like, like, logging out, you know, and just, like, shutting off and doing your thing. Because we all need an escape from all the crap that we have to deal with every day, whether you see it on the news or at work. Or, you know, road rage traffic or, you know, whatever you have to deal with. Like, we all need some type of, like, just mental, like, release. Yeah. And I think, like, when, you know, this is, you know, down the road, but the organization kind of a thing I want to start, you know, for, like, children that have had a parent pass away serving in the military. I think it'd be great to put together, like, a camp kind of a thing or, like, a clinic, um, you know, where you've got. Maybe a kid wants to learn how to fly fish. Maybe eight kids want to learn how to fly fish. All right, well, let's go. This guy's going to do a demonstration for free for all these kids. Like, just come hang out. Have fun. Like, let's go float down. You know, work with guides. Like, we'll get a bunch of open seats. You know, you and your parent, let's go. We're going down the river. We're going to fish all day. You know, and then we're going to have a giant barbecue or we're going to do this. And you know what those people think about? They think about fishing and the barbecue or learning how to fish or casting a line. Or that's what they think about all day. And then, you know, for a week, they might think about it every day. And then the next month, they might think about it a couple days. But that's going to stick with them forever. Like, man, that was a really fun time. Or, man, I hate fishing. I don't ever want to fish again. Or, but they didn't think about whatever's, like, bothering. Right. You know, like, we just, things are crazy. And people are scared to open up because they don't want to be judged. And so I feel like it's, you know, more people need to come together to create a nod judgmental, like whatever your background, whatever you're going through, whatever, like whatever your skin color, whatever, you know, anything like none of nothing matters. 
like that's one thing I love about fishing is like I've got friends from like everywhere that fish and it's like none of that shit matters you just go right. fish go hang out on the river and just go fish man and like you know I'll net your fish for you or I'll you know like oh you're out of hooks like I got you man or like those are such little things but they're big things because it's just all about being together and forgetting about all the bullshit yeah and just just like be happy and yeah especially with the little kids because one they're sponges i mean they're also they're also parrots i've i've said a few things around my daughter and she repeated it back to me many many times later and i'm like where'd you hear that (laughs) your mother she goes no you i'm like oh really um (laughs) but it's the, the little seeds you plant now um, in their yes. lives will germinate into just something amazing. And you may not, you may, you personally may never see those rewards, but their mom and dad or their family, or even their kids will some, at some point down the line. So, and that's, you know, that's the hard thing about working with kids because sometimes you're like, man, am I even getting through to these kids? Are these kids even understanding you just, it's kind of like you have to trust the system. right and well even if they have a good day for a day even for one day like job well done right (laughs) and and that's all that's all you could do and and sometimes it it it's like a domino effect if you're helping one kid over there cast the line this other kid can't get it and then you you get those two kids together and you go hey how about you teach him now now that you just made two people friends and now they're gonna remember that there's so many yep. ways of going about it and it, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. You know, I love that. Um, do you, do you mainly do river fishing or do you do ocean stuff too? Um, so I've never, I fished in the Puget Sound, but I've never actually gone out on the ocean. Okay. Um, so fun fact, I am absolutely 110% terrified of the water. Me too. Like I, me too. I'm I'm I'll, terrified I'll of sharks. Me too. Yeah. See, but it doesn't matter what the water is. There's something in it that's going. That's like that. I I shouldn't be there. And yeah. in my head, my head just starts going, and I hate it because I'll wade through a river all day and fish. And but like I take my little pontoon boat out on the lake, and I have to like, I have to like therapist myself. <laughs> like okay now just now just breathe it's gonna be all right you know and and i could see to the bottom and it doesn't matter because if i fall in like i, I just just kill me i just, just i want to drown immediately so i don't have to worry about it like what is that it's like a, the thassophobia or whatever it's called it's like the fear of uh like dark water where you can't see the yeah. bottom that's what i have like now yeah. when i see pictures of like tahiti and it's like light blue i can see the bottom I'm like oh yeah all day all day you know, but I'm yeah. like, but when I, when I can't see the bottom, like, I don't know about that, man. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I used know. to snorkel in Hawaii and I, I moved to Hawaii a few years ago on the, just because, and I snorkeled out there and you could see forever. And I, I loved it. But here, like Pacific Northwest, usually you can see no. pretty clear in the <laughs> rivers, but if you get into a, you know, a lake or something, no, no, I'll go out and fish, but I, no. See, I'm I'm okay with the lakes, but once you get to the ocean, nope. I yeah. like I I do not like sharks. I respect them. 
they can they can have their space i will i'll go out yeah. in a boat but it getting in the water no what was that uh well, oh sorry go ahead well i was just gonna say like it you've got the sharks in the water but you can't see them coming like i i had a uh i think you guys are on my social media like i had a bear i was about to ask mama. you about that story <laughs> so do you, want, do you want me to just go into it or oh yeah please go ahead okay so i was fishing and like i was i was very focused because i was going to catch dinner i told my wife like i'm gonna go catch dinner and she's like all right sweet i did not catch dinner um but so I'm fishing and I'm on like a bunch of riprap, like rocks, you know, down this like embankment. And all of a sudden I heard this tiny little twig snap and I like whip to the left and I'm looking and there's a bear there. And I'm like, whoa, bear. You know, and you immediately like put your hands up and you're like, whoa, bear. And I'm waving my fishing pole. And so then I switch my pole to my left hand and I get my knife out. And in my head, I'm like, I mean, that sounds cool. But in reality, that's like, you're gonna, I'm gonna turn out like the revenue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like, whoa, bear, and I'm yelling at the bear, and he's kind of like, you know, whatever, dude. And he's kind of moseying off. And these guys are honking their horn and they're like screaming like far off. And I'm like, dude, I got us under control. <laughs> and then I turn because I hear like rush like ruffling in the bushes and stuff. And I turn and this mama bear is barreling down the hillside like a tank. And I, I don't know how I didn't piss my pants. And my and so in my head, because my fear of water, I'm like, jump in the water. No, absolutely not. Let's see if you can make it to the truck before the bear gets to you. And so I'm hauling ass up these rocks. I'm falling. I'm screaming. I, I, I at one point, like, gently set my pole down because it's my fishing pole. You don't, <laughs> don't, you don't drop your it. fishing pole. And so then I'm like, I'm hauling ass. And I'm like, getting my keys. And I'm like, you know fumbling and i finally get it unlocked and i open the passenger door and i jump in like you know like a little girl and i slam it like ah and i slam the door and the bear's there like in the road just pissed off and i'm like um is this for real like what what life am i even living like where's the camera crew this is amazing and so i'm honking the horn and they eventually go off and these guys you know drive over where i'm at and they're like wow i'm surprised you didn't get mauled and i'm like ah, yeah I mean, it's not really funny I mean, it's funny now because I'm, <laughs> breath I'm breathing, but it's with water. Like, I'd rather do that. Like, that's how bad my fear of water is. is I'd rather run from a bear, literally run from a bear. Well, I mean, I kind of ran at the bear because my truck was in between the bear and I. So it was like, let's see who can get there faster, ready to go. And but a shark, you don't know where that shark is. No. Yeah. Like he's, he's all sneaky. Like, you know, you got ninja shark out of nowhere and then your leg's gone and now you're bleeding to death. And now he eats the rest of you because you can't swim away. Now you're, you know, that's it. That's yeah. water. And I don't get in it. <laughs> yeah. So no, I haven't ocean fished yet because of that. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I've never swam in the ocean. Um, yeah. I, re I, re I respect the ocean way too much. Uh, I, I love looking at it, but I told my wife, cause, cause she's always like, Hey, let's, we need to take a trip to like Italy. I'm all, well, you got to fly over the ocean for that. She goes, right. I'm like, Okay, no. if, if the plane is going down, it better hit hard enough to where I'm dead on impact because right. I do not want to survive. Like watching like Castaway like frightens me because <laughs> like I do not want to live through that. That's like my biggest fear. Um, well, we could take a cruise over there. 
I've seen Titanic. That's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all, <laughs> like, I, I would rather fly at night. Now I remember, um, I think I was flying out of LAX one time and you take off out over the ocean and then you turn back mm-hmm. around and we're flying out over the ocean. I'm like, Nope, Nope. Did I get on the wrong flight? We're supposed to be going the other way. We need to be going East. <laughs> east, yeah. east. And then finally started turning. I'm like, okay, good. Thank God. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't, uh, like I said, I love looking at it. I haven't actually been to the East coast here to see the ocean here yet. I've, I've closest I've been there is like, I think two hours away in North Carolina. Um, but I heard, I heard the coasts are fairly, fairly similar. They're both like, you know, filled with like, you know, bums and everything. And I'm like, eh, I want to go to the nice yeah, areas. Fun. I want to go to the right. nice areas. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> what I was going to say was Wilson was talking about, uh, swimming in the ocean. Uh, I was like, I think it was Jerry Seinfeld had like this saying, he said, like, we're constantly trying to swim in something that's constantly throwing us back out. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, that's what the waves are. They're waving by to us, you know? And yeah. <laughs> uh, the reason, and the reason why I asked about ocean fishing is because I've always heard that squid fishing is amazing. That those things put up a huge fight. They're so fun um, <laughs> because it's a, like a challenge to get them. Um, what, what, like as far, cause you're, you said you're mainly rivers, right? Not, so much i mean you'll do lakes and stuff but uh what has been like your favorite place of fish so far that you've been to um there's probably there's probably a couple one of my favorites so the first time i fly fished um and i'm by no means good at fly fishing like i can i can make it happen it doesn't look pretty like in the movies you know like a river runs like through a, river, it. a river runs through it <laughs> they're like it's like, you know, angels singing and the clouds parting and, you know, I do it. And it's like, who gave this guy a fishing pole? Right. But I make it happen. But my first time fly fishing was in, um, on the Shenandoah river in Virginia. And we were, I was fishing with my cousins and catching these tiny little, like, I don't know, brown trout or brook trout or something. And it was like the coolest thing ever. And I was out there with my, and my cousins are, you know, like 10, 15 years older than I am. And so they're like big brothering me. And it was just, it was just great, you know, happy times. And I was catching fish. So it was even better. But then, um, some of my other favorite, I fished in the Puget Sound and that that's really fun. I don't, I don't know. To me, honestly, it's, it's not, uh, every time i've gone fishing like i could probably think of every single time i've gone fishing and think of something from every time that i liked about it like i, I remember one time fishing for steelhead with a really good friend of mine and the sun the, the snow started to fall and it, everything just got super quiet and everybody else was probably thinking the same thing either like holy shit why am i out here because it's so cold or two like this is awesome yeah you know we're not it's just so i don't think i could pick like my favorite time or place it's always the river is probably my favorite but i just love the fish and i you know there's so many people that are so much better than i am i am not a great fisherman (laughs) but i i love it and i love learning it and i love teaching it and everything about it so i guess it's all my favorite it's hard to pick a particular 
time or place. My, my motto with, with river ops is no matter the weather, no matter where, and no matter how long or the time, we fish till the grave. Like, so like you just fish for life. Yeah. Anytime you can fish, you fish. No matter where you go fish it, no matter the weather, you fish it. Yeah. No matter that, what. And that's the thing I noticed about Wilson. Like there, there's times where him and I would like, we went to a Giants game together and I was, I, I, I think he was like putting his backpack or something in the back of his car and he always had his fishing pole back there. It's like yeah. always in his car. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I've heard yeah, of like my, pon- <laughs> my pontoons in the back of the truck and it, it just stays back there. Yeah. Just ready to go. Yeah. So what, what, what type of fishing do you do mostly? Is it, is it fly fishing or do you, do you just you run just the gamut? You, you, you walked out of the room when he answered that question. Dang it. I wanted to know. Uh, well, so my favorite <laughs> type of fishing, my favorite fish to fish for are salmon and steelhead and then trout. Um, but I love to float. I love floating, you know, you float row or, or jigs or eggs or, or I mean, uh, beads like soft beads and stuff. I like to fly fish. I like to, I'm not really a go pop out a lawn chair and sit on the side of the lake with a bobber out. I mean, I'll do it because it's fishing and I'll fish, I'll fish anything, but I love to be on the river, especially when it's like pissing down rain or snow and it's freezing and it's crazy. And I'm the only one out there. That's usually my favorite. And I love just floating. Cause when you see the float go under, it's like, it's, it's going to sound real. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's gonna sound real cheesy, but like the whole world just kind of goes like disappears and goes in slow motion, and then it's just you and the fish, and you know my wife puts it in a you know, she's a woman, so it's like a, a woman way to put it, but it's a really accurate way. She's like you, you know, then it's just time for you to dance with the fish, and it's like it's just you and the fish, and a lot of people like it's just fishing. Like I do fish to put fish in the freezer to feed my family, you know, hunt to feed my family um because i believe in you know providing as the man but she's totally right you know when you're fishing like and then the fish is on it's time to dance and it's just you and the fish and everything goes away and that's another reason why i love it because all the shit just disappears yeah so yeah that's that's how it was when uh what do we call him bruce yeah okay so uh i go i go fishing with one of the the guys i work with a lot and uh we went out to a river that I've never been to before. And he's like, yeah, there's fish all over in here. So we go out and it's like an hour and a half and it's getting starting to get dark. We hadn't caught anything, but we can see the fish everywhere. And yeah. uh, he's, he's like, all right, I got to go. I was like, all right, go ahead. I was like, I'm going to stay and try and try and catch a couple. So right after he left, I swear, like the fishing turned on and it, we were just throwing little spinners in like mm-hmm. I was, I probably caught nine fish in the next half hour nice. after he'd left. And some of them were like literally probably this big. Yeah. And every time they hit, I was like, yes, I got another one. And that like, I was taking pictures of all of them and sending them to him. And, uh, yeah, I was you like, gotta hold it close it, to the camera to make it look bigger than it actually Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but they, they, it was like you could see the lure and it was it was like a little spinner that was about this big and the fish was only yeah. about like that big and they still bit it and it, i was still taking pictures of it and it was like it it doesn't matter like i'm right I'm, exactly i'm catching them you know it, it it was that that was my time like it was fun fishing with him and we, we do this a lot like we go out and we we fish and 
like you said, we might not say anything to each other. And then the next time we go out and it's like, we have this super deep conversation with each other about yeah. life and, um, the, the, the fishing, catching fish is like the icing on the cake. It's, yeah, it, absolutely. Like, I don't need it, but you know, when it's there, I'm happy. Right. Now this might I be agree. a dumb, this might be a dumb question. Cause I, I like, honestly, the more and more we talk about this, the more and more I'm like, man, I really want to go do that. Like right now. Now I know you need a fishing license to fish. Now, can you, does a fishing license, can you really fish like any day th during the year for that fishing license? You have to look at yes. your rigs. Okay. Now, cause like I, here, I don't know how it is in Washington, but here we have a, a river season, river and Creek season. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, I mean, each year at a wait for opening day, like you have, you know, certain dates that you can fish certain areas, but do you have to really pay attention, especially in the Pacific Northwest? It's, it's insane, but you have to pay attention to like emergency river closures or, you uh, know, people, too many fish get caught. So they got to shut that down or, but in general with a fishing license, you can fish every single day. You just have to figure out where. Like on lakes, usually you can fish. Yeah. You can pretty much fish like lakes and stuff like that whenever you want. Um, but for especially rivers and, and oceans, you got to like the coast fishing and stuff. You got to really pay attention to the rigs. You can go bass fishing every day, basically, at least in California, you can. Yeah. Because my, my thing is, is like, I know that there's like, I, you could say, Hey, look at this steelhead. I'm like, I, it looks like a fish. I don't know the difference between that and another fish. So if like, say it's like bass, like you said, season or salmon season, and I catch something, I don't know how to know what I guess caught. I don't want to get in trouble for catching the wrong fish. Google. Oh, my phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Perfect. Um, but I mean, like, would I get, if I, like, say I ask, say it wasn't salmon season and I accidentally caught a, sea, a salmon. I'm not getting in trouble for catching if I just put it back. I'm like, oh, I didn't mean to catch that one. I just throw it back, right? I got a story about that. So uh, I worked for state parks. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. So um, the... I, I worked at Folsom Lake. So we, we were in charge of Folsom Lake, Lake Natoma. And then there's a little bit past, I mean, basically we could go wherever we wanted to enforce the laws, but there's a lot of people that fish right at the dam at Hazel mm -hmm. Boulevard. So I go down there a lot because that's, that's what I did. I, I fished. So I'd like to go down and talk to the people and stuff. I went down there. Um, there was a guy that had caught um, a steelhead and in California. If you catch a wild steelhead, you cannot keep it. You have to release it. Uh, if you catch a, if you catch a, a hatchery steelhead, you can keep it. And I looked and this was a wild steelhead that the guy was walking back to his car with. And I looked at it and I was like, you know, you can't keep that. Right. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm law enforcement, but the guy, the guy was super cool about it. He goes, Oh, I didn't know I couldn't keep it. And maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I don't care. But I mean, I got to talking to the guy and everything. And uh, um, I, I told him, you know what? Next time, this is how you tell the difference when when they're wild. They have their little adipose fin and stuff like that. And if they're hatchery, they clip that off. And he goes, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that before. So and I, I mean, I didn't 
I didn't cite him or anything. I just, it was an educational moment. But for the most yeah. part, like if I catch something and I'm not sure more than likely, I'm probably going to catch and release anyway. I'm not a huge fish guy. Um, uh, but like, so, but if I catch something I'm not supposed to catch, if, if I'm just like catching, releasing and uh, like, cause I can't like tell, okay, this line is only for this species of fish. I mean, anything could grab it. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm not gonna get in trouble. Right. I mean, there's gotta be some sort of like way that they can like tell that I'm not trying to like work the system. I'm just, I mean, you that's, know what I'm saying? That's where it comes to spirit of the law and letter of the law. I don't want to fish now, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be fine where you're at. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah, I hope so. Um, no, Ryan, I, I want <laughs> another story uh, that I saw. It, I mean, it's it was an impactful story, but I wanted to get a little bit more on it. So during 9-11, you did this run with the yeah. flag. Well, no, it, it was a march. A march. I did a ruck march, but yeah. Um, and what was it? 9.11 kilometers. Is that what it was? Yeah. Which is like roughly yeah. five miles, right? Yeah. It's like 5.6 or 5.3 or something like that. And, and you said that, uh, you had a lot of people honking at you, but you had a couple of people who were like, F you, you know, and like giving you some hard times about that. Um, yeah. I had one guy honk and to flip me off just to get my attention to flip me off. And then another guy told me to F off and, <laughs> and, I just, I saw that and I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of cool that when I, when I saw you doing that, I've actually only heard of people doing that, like running with the flag and all that stuff. And then like, I'm like, Oh, I'm actually going to talk to a guy who's actually done it. Like, that's awesome for you to do that. Um, is that something you do every year? Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't do it for a number of years, but I, I do it now every year whether i'm i'm hurting or not and like this year a couple months ago i hyperextended my knee pretty good and running from uh, the bear (laughs) (laughs) um but this year i was like man i'm really like by i think by like mile three i was you know because i carry 70 pounds on my back because that's the average weight that a firefighter has on him when he's you know doing his thing and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm hurt. And like, I should just go home. And I'm like, dude, I should be thankful that I'm hurting because there's all of those that don't get to feel anything anymore. Right. So buck up, quit your bitching, like, let's go. And so like, and like, I'll see my reflection, like in a building or something, you know, with the, the beautiful red, white, and blue, you know, that I'm carrying. And I'm like, heck yeah, man, let's do this. Yeah. Do you um, follow running for heroes? on facebook um, um no I, I don't think i've ever heard of that um little zechariah cartledge he's he's this how old is he now he's he's 12 or 13 right 12 or 13 yeah every, every law enforcement officer that dies he runs a mile with a flag i think and he's, he's doing, doing first well. responders he's doing he's doing first responders now he's doing and then since then because they were a non-profit they've since branched off to running for heroes canine yeah. and running for heroes military and nice. so this kid who's like 12 or 13 is practically running every single day, which is sad. Uh, they calculated how many miles he's ran since the beginning. And he's, ba- and he, he's based out of Florida, uh, I think Orlando area. I'm not sure. Yeah, somewhere around um, They said uh, if you were to calculate all of his miles, I think he's almost like halfway through Virginia. 
Yeah. Like that's how many miles he's wow. ran so far. And, that is dead. and so he he's done, he, he, and he'll go to um, Sacramento, um, Idaho. He'll go wherever the fallen officer was and he'll run there. And all, that, that police department will run behind him with their, and then some people will drive their cars and they have their flags. It's a huge thing. He went out and ran at Bristol motor speedway in Tennessee. It, it, it was, uh, it's intense. And I'm like, you know, seeing, I, I love seeing those people running with flags. And what's sad is I, I see more American flags in this half of the country than I did in California, uh, out here. I mean, I don't care about political stickers. That's your God given right to vote for whoever you want, you know, whatever, but like the American flag, we should all be, you know, looking at that thing. And yep. since that's become a, a level people take that the flag as offensive somehow that really bothers me. And so when, when I finally left California, I started seeing it flying on the cars and everything. And then the stickers, because in California, I was afraid to put it on my car. I thought my car was going to get vandalized. And out here there's blue line uh, flags, red line flags, a lot of don't tread on me flags. Um, but you know, we have like, the American flags everywhere. And I mean, just in, in my street alone, there's like maybe like seven houses on my street here. Like half of them have flags. I don't have one yet. Cause I want to put a pole out. Um, yeah. And, and put a flag out, but you know, it, it just, it, it, it's a breath of fresh air when I see someone running with a flag. Cause it's, it's telling you that it's a purpose and you're not afraid of why you're doing it. And yep, exactly. I, I think, which is, funny because like in california i would have been that one i'm like yeah I'm, I'm patriotic and stuff but i'm I'm afraid to fly the flag you know you're like fly the flag tommy like yeah do it who cares and you know so it, it's just uh like i said i i saw that i was a uh, facebook stalking you i guess is what the kids call it these days <laughs> um nice. and i was like um I was like, oh man, I got to ask him about that bear story because <laughs> I was cracking up during that. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the you running with the flag is like, oh man, I've actually never met someone who's actually done it before. Um, I mean, man, if I was a few pounds lighter, if I was built like Wilson, just this Greek god Adonis that's like <laughs> 150 soaking wet, you know, I'd, I'd run 175. Oh, sorry. Ooh, you, ooh, you gained a pound. Nice. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah man um so ryan uh, where could people find you if they if they're interested in following you um so i've got river ops fishing company on facebook there's a regular page that um i've got a couple pages on there and then i've got i'm on instagram it's uh i think it's river ops underscore fishing underscore underscore and then co underscore is on okay. instagram yeah lots so. of cool pictures on there i mean I mean, if you guys want some screensavers or some backgrounds on your on your computer, that's yeah. where to go because there's some good pictures on there, some <laughs> some some good looking fish on there. But uh, Wilson, do you have anything else? I don't. I mean, I'm I'm inspired. Gives me motivation to to do what I want to do. Um, I know you're you're more focused on the the just like Tommy, uh, the youth aspect, but I'm I'm focused on like first first responder uh type stuff um trying to get them out there to get their mind off things 
um but it's it's an inspiration yeah good i'm glad yeah i think it's i think it's funny how this all came about just by talking to our past guest jose and he just sends us a text says hey you should reach out to this guy and then I totally failed and like didn't reach out to you. <laughs> you reached out to me. I was like, dude, it's been like so chaotic. Uh, but I was just like, I was, I totally was going to. And I'm like, man, that, that's awesome. Cause you know, we, we've, we found another like-minded person to talk to and, you know, getting that, like you said, that community get, get, get the community gets closer and then bigger at the same time, which yeah, I think is cool. Exactly. Um, and then, I mean, who knows, maybe you, you'll, you come fishing out this way and you'll be like, Hey, I'm in town, which would be really weird if you were, because there's nothing around here. Like, I don't know how you would just be in town here. <laughs> yeah. There's like 15 people in West Virginia, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. There, there's 16 now when I moved out here, um, oh, there you go. but if you'd be like, Hey, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm passing through or something. I'd be like, why? Um, <laughs> Are you lost? <laughs> yeah. Well, I stay, stay on 77 and go North. Watch get to your people jump off the bridge. Oh yeah. Oh, we have, uh, uh, the, the, the longest suspension bridge in the Western hemisphere is what the science says. It's the new river gorge bridge. And it, oh, yeah. cr- it crosses over the new river. That's like 20 minutes from my house. I go over almost every day. And in October, uh, like uh, three weeks, October, they close down half the bridge and they allow for legal base jumping. And, uh, they have like a wow. catapult that launches people off and, I think I'm going to go this year. I'm not going to jump off. My mom's listening. Mom, I'm not jumping. I'm watching. <laughs> um, Don't do but, it. But what's, what's scary, though, not scary, uh, they, because the town that it's in is called Fayetteville, and they, it, it brings in uh, thousands of people come from all over the world for this thing. And so people go down in the river in the bottom and they're in boats and stuff, and they watch people jump from the bottom and everything. And so it brings in a lot of revenue to this town. Well, there's like, so there's like a big festival and stuff well, we're going to cancel it because of COVID. I'm like, okay, what are we turning into California now? Um, oh, <laughs> and so, but what's funny is our governor is like, yeah, but we're going to keep bridge day going, which is the the main event. I'm like, but why can't we have the festival? That's kind of like Sacramento, uh, you know, California canceling the state fair, but having the county fair directly after it. No big yeah. deal. No big Makes deal. Makes total sense. Yeah. So I'm thinking about going. Uh, which would be really, really cool because we have the New River and then down the way we have Summersville Lake and they have what's called golly season, which is nuts. Oh, golly. And I, you, you said that joke again too. Um, where <laughs> basically funny. it's, th- this lake is beautiful and there's a dam there, which is funny because there was a town when they built the dam, it um, flooded the town and the town was called Gad, G-A-D. And they had to... Uh, so usually the town, the, the bridge, the dams are named after the town. So it would have been the Gad Dam. Gad dam. <laughs> so I think they're like, let's, let's call it Summersville Dam. So that's what they call it now. But what they do is right when they let the water out, I mean, just a ton of water shoots out. The um, kayakers go in right there. Like nice. the water's like hitting their back. And these are like class, like four rapids. Like, like this is another thing that people come all over for. Is go- and that happens tomorrow, actually. And I'm thinking, I'm I'm thinking about going down there this weekend uh, because I think there's a couple like lookouts where you could like kind of hike out and like watch people do this. I just want to watch some people just like 
basically i want to watch people risk their lives <laughs> in a way <laughs> world star or something i don't know man I'm like, i mean like it's it's crazy but we we definitely have some rivers out here though um that, that are that are gorgeous and I'm, I'm i'm seriously thinking about getting a uh fishing license and and wilson you and i were talking because you and i are both native american um i think i get a free fishing license but i only go think, i only think i get it in oklahoma though i don't know my dad got his over here so in california yeah i'll t- i'll send him a text well I'll, I'll i'll talk to papa papa wilson yeah so um so cool we want to um thank msr arms for helping us put this show together um wilson have you talked to him lately i did i just talked to him because i'm trying to finish my 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 ar-15 that uh-huh. i'm doing so uh yeah he's helping me with that cool is he doing good is he loving tennessee he loves it i bet he does beautiful state Talking to him a lot about possibly getting over there so defecting from co- communism california from yeah. Mussolini. uh but when you go to the website use offer code wth5 for five percent off your entire purchase and also thin line brewing um i don't know do they have a new beer out this week I don't know. I haven't checked the Instagram in a while, so I didn't. I didn't see one, but either way, you could go there and you could get uh, some fine brews, and then also uh, some cool swag. Um, you can hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Pandora, basically anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there. Um, and then we're on socialist media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Untapped untapped is where wilson posts those beautiful pictures of his beers um all of our beers are on there that wilson has tried and maybe a few that i've gagged at (laughs) 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 um oh no i i I did the twisted tea i did the twisted tea yeah which was freaking horrible yeah um uh but yeah make sure you check that out what's that beer's better yeah well i still have that beer in the fridge for you that i bought for you um You'll have to bring it when you come out to help me move. Well, <laughs> I, I got to fly out there so I could just mail it to you before then. If I'm allowed sure. to mail a beer, we'll find out. So uh, you can contact us by voice or text at 916-259-3030. Uh, let us know what beer you want Wilson to try or what water you want me to try. Cause I'm a man, baby. Just beer. <laughs> just, um, or you can email us at the real WTH show at gmail.com. So that's all I got. That's it. Ryan, thank you for coming on. Um, hope you had fun. Hope, hope, hope it was a little comfortable for you. Yeah, it was great. Thanks for having me on guys. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely have you back um, for sure. So, all right. I look forward to it. Bye. Bye. Later dudes. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> oh, and in case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I will see you there, or I will see you on another time. I'll be back. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. You got it, Joven. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Latest on the men, Jay. Thank you, everybody, the fan. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Stop it!